B-Pod Studios. Comic books, video games, anime, sci-fi. If you've been made fun of for it, we're probably going to talk about it. One question. Is it too late to change the name? Nerd Radio starts now. It certainly does. Welcome to another week of Nerd Radio, wherever you get your podcast as part of the B-Pod Studios Network and all over social media at Nerd Radio 101. My name is Chuck Bean. I am joined as I'm always joined, which uh, makes me very happy, by James. Hello. And Mr. Albeck. I'm here. For another week of telling you everything that's going on in the world of nerds, as well as probably getting a little bit dirty with it, because that's the show. That's what you tuned in for. Getting a little dirty with it. That's what you guys <laughs> pay me the big bucks to do. Yep. That's right. Yeah. No, it's, it's, we've said it, I've said it before. I'll say it every time. I'm here to uh, set you guys up so that you can take the thing mm-hmm. off the rails as quickly as possible. Yeah, little known fact, James has actually paid four times as much as we are to do this podcast to be dirty. That's true. Yep. So it. Four times zero is still zero. It is. <laughs> I even asked to get paid in cheesy gordita crunches, and they're like, "Hey, you got something for you to suck on right here." <laughs> yeah, I was like, okay, that's right. Well, got that special okay. tangy sauce for you. Mm, yes. I'm, I'm glad you brought up your cheesy gordita crunch because this mm-hmm. is something I, I I didn't know if I was going to talk about on the show or oh, not. Here we but, go. Let's get into it. Yep, I know that you're a big uh, you're you're a big supporter of the Bell. Yeah, mm-hmm. have you been aren't to, we all? Have you been to Del Taco ever? Del Taco, absolutely. Been to okay. Del Taco. Yeah, they have a delicious uh, California chicken burrito if it's still around with avocado. Um, that's what I would usually get when I go to Del Taco. I have never had Del Taco. Mm-hmm. And uh, Amy, last week, uh, went by Del Taco and decided to get some. And they have some vegan options now. Oh, with, okay, like the nice. vegan cheese and, and all that good stuff. Uh, but the other night... Same tacos, more gas? Yeah, maybe. Okay. A little but less real cheese on the taco. Sure. Actually, <laughs> being lactose intolerant, it means way less gas. Oh, oh there <laughs> you go. I always forget that you're lactose yes. intolerant. But... Um, she brought home a burrito from there uh, Monday, and I was like, hey, I couldn't finish it. I was like, well, there's nothing in here that's going to hurt me, right? No, all right. The burrito was huge. Yeah, good size. Huge. It was a life-changing burrito. Really? It so, was so good. It was it, like getting a Qdoba burrito yeah. from Del Taco. I'd yeah. say they're comparable to like a, a Chipotle or a Chipotle, Qdoba yeah. burrito. They're a good size. They give and it's, like, it's all the stuff that I like in a burrito. There was rice in there, and there was the guac and the, the uh, refried bean, beans and the, the meat and everything like that. Like, like it was life-changing. Yeah, it was like, where, where has this burrito been my whole life? So That's I'm good. looking. I, I may even go for lunch today. They even, uh, I think they do like Tuesdays, Taco Tuesdays, or this a certain day. It might not be Taco Tuesday because they're trying to buck that curve. Sure. But um, there's days where you can get some cheap chicken tacos for like a buck. Mm. Yeah. Go in when I had to go to my smoke shop. Now, believe it or not, paraphernalia this episode of Nerd Radio not brought to you by Del Taco. Not no. brought to you by Taco, Del Taco Bell, whatsoever. <laughs> Qdoba, yet. and or Chipotle. This episode brought to you by nobody because nobody wants to buy any advertisements. Right. Nobody, nobody advertises with no. us. All you get is the freebies that they've heard by the show. This yeah. uh, episode is, however, brought to you by three fat asses in a room who, yeah. <laughs> who around lunchtime. Three fat asses in a room around lunchtime. That's ha- Nerd Radio right there. Who haven't had lunch yet. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. Well, as I uh, was telling you guys before we got started, I got a whole bunch of video game stories to cover. I got some comic book news to talk about, and this weekend is WWE SummerSlam. SummerSlam! And, uh, the Thunderdome! At- yeah, <laughs> looking forward to Interactive talking. wrestling experience in the WWE Thunderdome, oh. a.k.a. the Amtrak Center in Orlando Christ. or something. All right. Yeah, no, I was like, looking forward to talking to you about that and uh, yeah. informing Al about what's going yeah. on in the WWE right now. Well, let's- a whole lot. Let's start with the video games. Uh, this past weekend was the open beta for Avengers, as well as uh, when you could finally download the Tony Hawk Pro Skater demo. We talked about that last week. So uh, got both of those, played them a whole bunch this weekend. Uh, I'm happy to report the Tony Hawk Pro Skater demo is uh, very pretty. It's, yeah, the first, it's the first level from the original Tony Hawk. It comes with four uh, of the tracks, two of which I one was Gorilla Radio. Uh, Rage Against the Machine from the mm-hmm, second game, mm-hmm. and the other one was uh, Goldfinger Superman from the there first game. That's one of your so, classics right there. Right? Uh, yeah, had a great time uh, riding around. I, I told Amy, wouldn't it be funny if just to troll us, just in the demo, instead of having Goldfinger Superman, they got, uh, what is it, Three Doors Downs? <laughs> that Superman, yeah. <laughs> that starts Kryptonite. up. Like, yeah. Or yeah, Kryptonite. Yeah. You're like, this is the wrong Superman. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, however, unfortunately, uh, it also triggers my motion sickness. Oh, does it really? Yeah. Oh, no. I played about three or four two-minute rounds of it, and I was like, I don't feel so good. And so it wasn't I just, from the burrito you ate either. It there was wasn't. no cheese. No, it wasn't. So I had to hand it over to Amy. So much like the Spider-Man game, I'm going to have to play it in small increments. 
and build up my immunity to the Tony Hawk game. But the Avengers game is absolutely what I want to talk about. I was yeah. ki- I was excited to hear about it uh, after you told us about it last week, James. Um, I'm still... It still doesn't strike me as something I got to buy as soon as it comes out. A one, yeah, yeah, I get that because it comes out like in what two or three weeks. I think in, in like se- two weeks comes out in September yeah. by Christmas. That thing's gonna be like you know thirty. Oh yeah, bucks. you'll get that. I could buy a Black Friday sale, twenty dollars off. Yeah, no doubt. It'll be one of the doorbuster deals. But I can't. beat a grandma over the head with a vacuum cleaner to get it at Walmart. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, Give me the Avengers, Grandma. Suck <laughs> <laughs> on this Dyson. Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> But uh, it's a lot of demo. Holy yeah, just, moly. They give the you sing- a lot of game to stick your teeth into. The single yeah. player is like two hours before you even get to the multiplayer. Yeah. And you get to play everybody for a couple of minutes at least. Mm-hmm. But they, yeah, like, let's, like, they give you a little bit of each character. Like mm-hmm. I said, like, they give you the character with the training wheels. Yep. And they slowly take the training wheels off. Yeah. And then eventually they give you the full bike. They give yeah. You the full hog. It's, it's once the full ag- hog. It's once again really weird that with uh with in a world where we've spent ten years with Chris Evans and Robert Downey Jr. that they didn't even try to get somebody that's oh like yeah that. no no they're like no no just get just, whatever we can get the cheapest yeah they just completely went in the opposite direction because the the Nintendo Switch game the Ultimate Alliance game mm-hmm. like they got a bunch of people for Rocket for Iron Man for everybody is like. Okay, I know that's not Robert Downey Jr., but he's absolutely got the speech pattern down. But it's like somebody who's trying to mimic the character. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and you know, I, I appreciated that. Uh, but gameplay-wise, I think they did a fantastic job. You, you absolutely... Every character plays different enough that you know, okay, this does feel like I'm playing Thor. This yeah. absolutely feels like Black Widow. Isn't it cool? You throw, you throw the hammer, and then you call it back. That is the coolest. Instead of you just throw the hammer, and then, and then it just punch comes somebody back. else in the nuts, and it just comes back right. automatically? Yeah. Yeah, because later on when you get to play as Captain America, like the shield doesn't have that. It, it does ricochet off stuff, yeah. but you can't like control where the ricochet is going to hit. So mm-hmm. you, you can't, you, if, if you hit a second guy, then it's kind of all dumb luck. Yep. It's rando. And uh, I, I know that over this particular weekend, connection issues abound really as far as the multiplayer was because it was open open for everybody so it wasn't just limited to the people that pre-ordered right and maybe the uh the response was more than what square enix uh assumed would would happen yeah i don't i i can't put my finger on it the only thing i can put my finger on was a problem was it felt like there were plenty of people who just left the game on and running because you would much like any other multiplayer game you get a team of four people and then you have to hit a button to ready up just like Realm yeah. royale or call of duty or anything like that and I can't tell you how many times I would get somebody else in the thing, I would ready up, and then sit You're there waiting and somebody. wait for them to ready up for, like, 15 minutes. Like, they're, they're not even there. They're AFK. Yeah. The other thing I ran into is that we had uh, – I got a group of four people. Two of them were, like, level 14 or something. I'm level one or two, and then there's another guy that's level one or two. The two people that are level 14 were, were away from keyboard. They were not playing, and unfortunately because it – scales the enemies depending on well hello acronym official now hosting uh because it scales the enemies uh all the enemies were level 14 and i couldn't do any damage to them so while the hulk and miss marvel are just standing at the at the entrance and not doing anything me and black widow i'm playing iron man me and black widow are pummeling this aim agent and doing no damage of course same issue when i played with robbie i think that must have been what happened because all of a sudden i'm playing a uh a match or a game or one of one of the levels with Robbie Landis for yep. point XP and they're like level 25 enemies. Yeah. And I'm like, uh, I'm pretty much flicking them in the nuts yes. and it's not doing anything. <laughs> and I think they might have a cup on Robbie cause I'm flicking and I'm flicking as hard as I can flick. Nothing is nothing happening is here. Happening, yeah. To these doom bots or dread, or dread bots or whatever, these robots. And yeah. you pretty much had to, uh, to do everything in that whole level. Yeah. Of, By the way, we're not continuing the Robbie, bit this no. week obviously but <laughs> yeah. to the flick in the nuts i'll say oh, no! <laughs> there you go take uh, that Doomba. <laughs> so a couple of things to work out but they've got a couple mm. more beta weekends before the game uh, drops live i think this weekend is just the xbox and the pc players and then yeah, the weekend after that is in. everybody for uh for the open beta so a couple more weekends to try it out if you haven't already uh definitely definitely worth trying out but i've looked up i don't know if you've seen this already james Somebody went into some of the uh, beta file, some of the code of the beta file. Like and, uh, data mining or whatever? Yes. Somebody yeah. data mined it and found a whole bunch of names in there of characters that we can probably expect down the line. Ooh, I'm excited. I'm all ears. Yeah. So uh, the, the leaked data file includes playable heroes Ant-Man and the Wasp. Okay. I assume those were coming. At least Ant-Man for sure. Right. Uh, Black Panther. Okay. Nice. Vision. 
Scarlet Witch, Captain Marvel, Doctor Strange. Yes! Doctor Strange! Yep. And uh, also Falcon and uh, Quake, which is uh, the character from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Cool. Quake. Come on. You mean the game from the 90s? Yeah, right. You, they're just going to put the the uh, the first-person shooter Quake in there. Yeah. You're just going to play it. <laughs> then obviously, of course, to, you know, Spider-Man's coming on the, the PlayStation version of the game. Yep. Hawkeye, I think, is supposed to be one of the first. That's that's the guy that I'm interested in playing. See, that's I was going to make the joke about who's the who's the worst Avenger. Right. I was going to say Hawkeye, but like, I'm not going to say that because I know this Chuck's favorite. Yeah, no, you're gonna, go ahead. I don't want to hurt his feelings right off the top here. Go ahead and break my heart. Yeah. Uh, well, it also depends on if you're reading the comic or if it's, it's a certain writer. Right. Like I said before, I really like... Like Iron Man, as done by John uh, Johnny Depp, I almost <laughs> Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> Johnny Depp, you Iron Man, you. Yeah. Uh, no, I like him in the movies, but I do not like him in the comics. Right. Uh, there are also uh, several characters that uh, have also been previously reported reported as going to be playable from other beta files. Include War Machine, cool She Hulk, and uh, Kate Bishop, the, mm, the younger yeah. Hawkeye. Yeah. Uh, there's also stuff in that beta file that lists uh, Ultron and Deathlock. So really? Ultron will probably be in in the game f- further down the line as a uh, so as an enemy then yeah. once we deal with the Taskmaster right the most horribly Absolutely. named bad guy in history but, but that was another article that I'd read about how in uh, Super Smash Brothers you know they constantly put more yeah characters they always and stuff new like characters that. in that game uh, but there's a bunch of characters that they call Echo Fighters because it's essentially the same you know like Mario and Luigi have the same style, but they're slightly different. Luigi's a little bit taller. His yeah. uh, fighting style can be a little bit different. Or there's two different versions of uh, Samus from Metroid kind of thing. And that uh, leads me to think that a lot of these characters that we're going to see are going to be echo fighters of characters we've already got. Like, so they'll be similar. So like maybe Hawkeye will be kind of similar to how you would play Black Widow. But a couple key, a couple buttons right. will do a couple well, yeah. different things. We're going we're gonna to get a war machine. Obviously, Iron we've Man. already got Iron yeah. Man, so his... Fighting and moving style is probably going to be very similar to Iron Man yeah. with a couple of small maybe changes. Maybe instead of shooting the rockets like you would with Iron Man, maybe you know War Machine's big ass machine gun will come in and right. sure, really yeah. f some mofo's up. And that's what I was thinking with Black Widow because she's got that ability with like the right trigger where she throws a thing out and you can grab a person and like, yeah. pull yourself towards. Them. I'm like, well, that's a Spider-Man move. Oh, absolutely. So I can see that. But then you've mm-hmm. also Miss Marvel's got the ability to stretch up and grab stuff and, mm-hmm. and pull up. So you know, there's stuff that I'm like, okay, that's going to be a Spider-Man move later, and this yeah. is going to be. That's, an Iron Man. Mode. That's a great observation. Yeah, it'll be inter- interesting to see. So, if these are the main characters that they kind of kind of model everybody else after, right? How are they going to take some of those abilities and use that with the other character? But and yeah, that's a great use absolutely. for Spider Man's web. Like, yeah. So you, you before we started, you were saying in the chat that your favorite was the Hulk. Yeah, Hulk is awesome, Hulk. and I think they nailed the way the Hulk moves. So, like, you start jumping across a map, like it looks like. The Hulk's got these different maneuvers or body movements and motion. Right. The way he jumps, just like in the movies. Like, there's moments when you're playing as the Hulk that I'm like, I am in the Incredible Hulk movie. I yeah. Am, I am Bruce Banner. Because they pushed the Hulk really hard in that demo. Like, you play the Hulk for a lot a of lot. the demo. Yeah. And, and there was, uh, I think my favorite was probably Black Widow. Because yeah. I, I tend to like a character that's a little more dodging and, and ag- mm-hmm. agile and stuff. I also appreciate that she's got the, the firearms. Yeah, because most of the time, most of the time when I was playing, I would just like run around the outside and take out turrets to make sure that they're mm-hmm. not shooting, shooting, you know, the Hulk and yeah. the Iron Man character that are doing the the heavy work. Yeah, and they do a great job of giving all the characters like range attacks and close attacks. So like, yep. Black Widow has the guns you can shoot, you know, at range. The Hulk can rip up ground. Yeah, he can just pick up pieces, pieces of ground and throw it at people and destroy <laughs> stuff. So. Yeah, I think they did a great job um, so far you know, yeah. with the game. I'm excited to play through. I want. I'm excited to play through and actually get into more of the story. For all the stuff that, uh, like I was saying before, the voice acting is not great. The character models look very strange to me. Um, but the one thing Amy brought up is they did a great job on the hair. <laughs> they have good hair. That's Everybody's funny. hair is amazing. <laughs> that would be a woman's observation. <laughs> Man, damn! Did you see Black Widow's hair? Well, that's what, what she fierce. what she brought up every because t- she By saw me playing she saw me playing the Hulk over and over again. She's like, the Hulk looks like Al if he just takes his hat off. Son got, of a bitch! He's got Al hair. Oh, he's got no. Al back hair. Oh no! The Incredible Al. Yeah. Al smash. Yeah. Al eat pizza yeah. again. Pizza. Al smash pizza. <laughs> Al smash tacos. <laughs> Al smash chocolate cake. Yes. Why does the Hulk have to talk like a caveman too? <laughs> See, honestly, that's the biggest reason why I don't like the Hulk. I do not like. 
I call it dumb dumb speak. Yeah. I it drives me nuts. I cannot deal with the Hulk just based on that. It's just funny too because I just realized I am very uh, hypocritical because I was upset a little bit that the Hulk was so smart in the last Avengers uh, movie. Sure. You know, and I was like, why is he talking so smart? Like, that's not the Hulk. <laughs> now I'm like, why does Hulk always just talk about smashing like a caveman? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Marvel can never please me. You want, you want a middle ground? Yeah. Like, just talk, <laughs> I don't talk like me. Say the F word every so often when you smash some stuff and, you know, and <laughs> talk about boobs and farts. I don't know. Yeah, so that's, uh, I'm sure we'll talk more and more about that game as it comes out. But uh, if that doesn't sell you by this point, Al, I don't know what will as far as this event. You can play as goes. yourself. <laughs> yeah, you, a big you can green be angry yourself. machine. Big green angry Al Beck. Well, that's all I need is more playing with myself. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait. Well, something else that I know James is absolutely excited for is uh, they're, they're updating Untitled Goose Game yes. with... Uh, local co-op you can yeah. play as a second goose. <laughs> double the goose, double the trouble. I'm hoping they give you a new to-do list with your partner. Yeah. Like, I love the idea of being able to have two players play. I wish they could be an online co-op due to the COVID stuff, because no offense, there's sure. some people I'd love to play the game with, but hey, yeah, you're not coming into my house. <laughs> right, yeah. You're not coming into my house, I'm not you buying one of those sterilizers. You don't machines. have to dance around it. I know you don't want me to come over. Hey, it's I know. It's nobody in this room. <laughs> I wouldn't be in the room with you guys. But. I was going to say, we, we're in the same room all the time together, so yeah. you might as well play Untitled Goose Game. Yeah, well, that's yeah. why I was saying he, I was calling him out because obviously you guys work together all the time. He doesn't mind about it. He only has to see me once a week and he comes in with the mask and he stays way over there. Yeah. No, you guys want to play Untitled Goose Game? <laughs> you let me know. I've already got it downloaded. I think it's a free update. So, but yeah, the free update comes out September 23rd and it's getting a physical copy for the PlayStation 4. I know, and, the, and I'm so tempted to Switch. buy the physical copy. I know. Maybe I'll buy the physical copy for the Switch. Yeah. So that way maybe I can get my fiance involved. Maybe she'll want to play. There you go. You know, I have the Switch set up on a different TV because yeah. there's only certain games that she's into that she'll play like i try to pitch her on these different games and she's not into it but mario kart and mario party are two that she's always down to play yeah so i got those two and put it on the big screen tv so we can actually play video games and uh do that maybe i can get her an untitled goose game there you go yeah go goose around i think she would like trolling people with a goose I think so too. I but think she would. I'd get a kick out of it. But when I've explained it to her, she just looks at me and gives me like the head shake, like, "Hmm, I decided <laughs> to say yes about marrying you." Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Full of regret. All right. Well, let's take a short break. I still got more video game news. Of course, uh, the big news in the last seven days is what in the world is going on with Fortnite. We'll talk about that and more coming up on Nerd Radio. We're back with more Nerd Radio. Roger me, we'll call me anything. Hello, hello, Earth. And now, back to the nerds. Welcome back to Nerd Radio, wherever you get your podcast, part of the B-Pod Studios Network. We're also, uh, where are we, Al? Well, you can just go to nerdradio101.com, and that'll just show it to you. <laughs> no, you can find us online at wrf.com, also 96krock.com in Fort Myers, and in Boston at rock929rocks.com. Nerdradio101.com, all across anywhere else in the plant i don't know yeah it'll that basically that'll forward you to the riff straight to the download page so you right. can find all the episodes right there yep if you go to nerdradio101.com and of course uh thanks to thanks to the tireless work of james we're also on youtube where you can check out our videos uh, when yeah. we're not streaming on twitch so if you ever miss a stream or you don't know what a stream is or you don't know what twitch is you can go to uh youtube.com slash nerdradio101 i believe we get the we got the vanity yep. url yeah. right yeah. yep didn't know if we had enough followers for that we have no idea what's going on here. No, not at all. <laughs> if you learned anything, I got the password. I signed in. I uploaded some videos. I've edited some videos, and we've we put them up there. We show up. We talk about nerd stuff, and then we just put it out into the ether. And yeah. if people yeah. find it, then we're really happy to know that. Yeah. But we, Chuck, Chuck just kicked it around the room. What What are other details about the show? And me and James both. Yeah, Chuck. Well, you know, if you leave it to me, I'll be like, we're in Oregon, and yeah, uh, true, <laughs> San Francisco. Well, that's. Senility. <laughs> it hurts, Al. As the senior nerd in the room. It hurts. <laughs> You'll forget about it in a couple of minutes. It's fine. Oh. I'm glad you defined what that was because I'm like, I don't know what he's saying. <laughs> like, is that like an esports uh, player? Senility? Is that, a, is that a, a lady streamer on Twitch that, you know, is baiting her boobs or something? Is that what I should change That's my old, Twitch stream to? It's twitch.tv backslash senility. Yeah, it's going to be harder for me to plug your channel, though, if you do that. That's your Avenger name. Senility. <laughs> senility. What up, Twitch up. streamers? This is Senility. Today I'm playing. <laughs> I, I don't remember what I'm playing. Yeah, I, yeah. So, the, uh, where am I? Yeah, What's happening? Again, Pong, once again. 
hey, you know what? I was listening to a podcast. Uh, I don't remember what the name of the podcast is. There's oh, good yeah. security. Yeah. But they were talking about the ET game of the 2600. I had to pull out my 2600 emulator and, and play ET for a minute or two. Nice. Before I remembered that it's bad. Um, James, I'm going to defer to you because I'm sure you guys at check with uh, the Checkpoint XP group have talked about this. Fortnite. Yeah. What in God's name is happening with Fortnite? Well, the uh, the developer behind Fortnite is going to war with Apple and Google. Um, in terms of pretty much the fact that Apple and Google take such a huge cut uh, of profits off the top of uh, what gamers are paying okay. uh, for items and things. So uh, essentially, Epic Games was like, hey, um, you can buy all your stuff through the Apple Store and through the Google Play Store, but if you come directly to us and you go around Apple and Google, you can get a 20% discount on all your things. Right. And you can buy it like that. And so that made Apple upset, and so they yanked them from the store. Uh, and then Google found out, and they yanked them from the store, and now they're just kind of in a, a big, fat legal battle. And I think Apple made another move that could, or a threat, that could completely remove anything that, like, Epic Games, and I think they have a share in, like, Tencent Games, which is, like, your PUBG Mobile, your Call of Duty Mobile. Oh, wow. To where, and they all use the Unreal Engine. So anything that uses that engine or uh, is made by those game systems could possibly get yanked out of all those things. Wow. So right now, if you have um, Fortnite on your iOS device, you'll still be able to play it for the moment. And the second an update happens, you're out. You're not going to be able to update or do any of that kind of stuff. Wow. Yeah. All that over the fact that they don't like you going direct to the source for your bucks. Yeah. I mean, Apple wants their cut, you know, and it's just a man. I feel like Epic, you don't really need Apple or Google, like to stick yeah. to console and PC games. What, what cut or how much is the cut that they I asked? Do you believe know? it's 30%. 30%. So they take 30% right off the top uh, just for being in their store. Okay. And I could be incorrect to some of this stuff or I might have some of these facts not 100% up to the, sure. to the capability because I still but I, I kinda, don't really process it. I kind of love the stance that Epic did take, though, because they're like 20% discounts. So they're only making a tiny bit more than if they were just leave leave it alone on right. Apple yeah. uh, because they are you know they would be losing 30% on it instead they're losing 20 mm-hmm. So it almost would be – if it was really just taking a stance – they should have given a 30% discount to come directly to them. Just be like, you know what? It's not that we need the money. It's you're skimming off the top and doing nothing. Go yeah. F yourself. Absolutely. But I feel like there's there's got to be a more a bigger plan in place. because the Yeah, second- you wouldn't think they would have actually taken the step if they didn't have plans after plans. Like I had read last week when it happened, within about 24 hours, there was an 80-page uh, lawsuit. Yeah, they had the lawsuit ready to go. They also had marketing materials ready to go. Um, yeah. Know. Fortnite 1984 or whatever. Right. Everybody's poking fun at uh, the control that I think Apple has over the uh, the apps in their store and all that kind of stuff. So I feel like everybody's, at least Epic Games, has a plan mm-hmm. that they're trying to execute. Right. And it's going to be inter- interesting to see how it all plays out. Because Google's kind of like, oh, Apple pulled them from the store, huh? Because, mm-hmm. oh, because of this? Okay, well, guess what? You're out of the Google store also for right. the same reason. You violated a policy is what they essentially are saying. Which would have been fascinating if Google had decided it's like, no, you can do whatever. Yeah, if Google was Inst- like, hey, we don't instead care. Of, yeah. Instead of just following suit with Apple. Do you think at this point uh, that Fortnite is so big that it does not matter if, you know, three months from now you can't play it on Apple so. or, a, so. or a Google device? Well, I yeah. think that's an interesting point that you guys are making, though, and I think that's why Apple's looking at things that they have a share in. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know, because Fortnite's like, we can do this because we really don't need it. Yeah, yeah, we'd love to be on the mobile device and it would be more income, but we make an, like, you know, like we've got enough. Obviously, we want more, but man, right. that's why Apple's probably sitting back and be like, well, you're involved this, 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 and this, and this too, so we're going to take all that down as well, or yeah, after it at least. Yeah. Like, I have to do something because I, I personally feel like Fortnite, mm, you don't need the iOS devices. You, you know, you, you're already making billions of dollars, I believe, billions, if not hundreds of millions of dollars. Before the game is even available on your like your mobile device, your your iPhones, your iPads, uh, you know, and that kind of stuff. So I feel like Epic doesn't really need your Apple. I don't need your Google, right? You know, yeah. I if can it do was it all in the Epic Store, if it was a smaller company with a game that wasn't already as hot that was just starting out, you know, like they couldn't, uh, Valorant couldn't get away with being like, no, we're only available on the Epic Games on the PC or something. Yeah, because I don't Valorant doesn't have that notoriety or that popularity yet. You know, you don't see any Valorant toys on the shelves. Right. You know? 
You don't see Valorant t-shirts for sale at GameStop. So do we see, uh, and I am asking because I do not know, do we see any uh, loss of steam when it comes to Fortnite? Are people going to other games, or is Fortnite as popular as ever? I mean, I know it's still popular, but I feel like it's probably losing steam. Okay. But... You know, I don't know. That would that would be more of a question that we'd have to ask some of the experts over at Checkpoint sure. you about like weird. Games I was just curious because it always Landis. seems like you know there will be a super popular game mm-hmm. that eventually gets replaced by something else. Like Call of Duty is kind of the tired war game right now, but that was the alternative to Medal of Honor at one time. You know right. what I mean? And then people got tired of Call of Duty and they start playing Battlefield. You know, mm-hmm. so um, I was just kind of curious if if if. Uh, if it's a good time for Fortnite to be uh, taking some sort of stand, if they still have the clout, but it does sound like they have enough popularity. Yeah, I feel like it's still big enough, I, but I couldn't tell you like how big if as it's still seeing growth. I would imagine it's probably seeing things get smaller, like it's being less popular. Mm. Like Ninja, he doesn't really play Fortnite anymore. He's right. Seems like he's going to be going in the direction of playing Valorant on a professional level. Um, but I don't think he's actually come out and officially made that statement. Um, so, so a lot of the big name streamers that were playing Fortnite have kind of moved on to other areas in esports where they can find a bigger paycheck, essentially, mm-hmm. or more fun playing. Well, we were talking about the different games that, you know, could possibly, like, there's always a hot game that's on, mm-hmm. the, on the, the, Fall Guys seems to be. Fall Guys is hot right the now. The next it's super thing. popular. Um, and so much fun. It's such, it's such casual, who gives a crap, right, like, games, and it's a blast. I mean, they're getting huge uh, numbers on Twitch. Uh, tons of downloads. I don't have the exact numbers in front of me, but it, like right. in the millions. Yeah, it just launched. Like, was it last week? Yeah, last week I think it launched. And I mean, it's I think it's free still on the PS4 store. Yeah. you can download it for free if you're a PlayStation player. That was what I was thinking. Go ahead. Okay. Um, but yeah, Fall Guys. If you have not played it, I say check it out. We joke uh, at Checkpoint XP like it's going to be an eSport. Yeah. Like Robbie Landis will roll his eyes like, in disgust <laughs> when me and Weird Beer talk about how cool it would be if Fall Guys became an eSport and they had Fall Guy teams. Because I would, I feel like I might have a shot of being on a Fall Guys team. Because there is some strategy to it, but it's a lot of like just being in the right place at the right time. Yeah, there's a lot of luck involved. Yeah. But I think you sent me on Twitter because I was complaining. I can't, I can't beat, I have a hard time with this seesaw level mm-hmm. or these, these seesaws at keep going back and forth and once you stand on one end it starts to lower it yep uses weight and physics and stuff and then chuck sends me a video of some guy who found a way to kind of get around it all and i was like ah <laughs> see that's the things that these esport players are going to have to yeah exactly there's going to be there's going to be these people who've absolutely figured out how to you know get through levels yeah on a, on a strange basis what i was going to say is that do you think that at this point the popularity of fortnite has to do with the social like, hey, all my friends are playing it, so I might as well play Fortnite so I can play with my friends. Absolutely. I think that has a, a huge uh, uh, part of it. Um, you know, your friends are, are playing it, and you want to play games with your friends, you go play the games that they're playing. I know yeah. I used to do it. We'd all, I mean, back when I was playing games, that wasn't as able to, you weren't able to connect with your buddies online like right. you can now. That was That's all new. Um, but, you know, if you could go to your friend's house. You play, bring the game. Yeah, you know, games that everybody want to play. You bring the game and then a controller, and you'd play. You know, I'm I'm, I'm remembering like uh, going going over a friend's house to play GoldenEye, and then they rented the South Park's first person shooter, and like yeah. we're playing that instead. I'm like, I really want to play GoldenEye, yeah. but I also want to hang out with you guys, so I yeah. guess we'll play the South Park yeah. game. Be like, I just unlocked a golden gun and GoldenEye. I wanted to show it off. Right. I just got Jaws. I want to play as Jaws. Yes. And that was the other thing I was thinking, too, is that so obviously Google and Apple are having problems with, and that's something uh, Amy's in the stream right now. She had said that uh, she wants how many kids are only able to use an iOS or a mobile device cost-wise to access Fortnite. And, you know, that, there could be a, a big number of those people out there, those kids out there. Right. Parents, and you, you would imagine with those kind of kids, too, that, like, they're just going to move on to something else. That's probably what Apple and Google are thinking is, like, mm-hmm. as soon as Fortnite updates and they can't play Fortnite yep. anymore, they're just going to find something All right, like I'll it. I'll play Roblox then, you know? Yeah. yeah. Well, spoiler alert, none of the companies involved give two craps about the, no. <laughs> about the poor people. At the like, end of the day, you can, you can make this they really you don't. Can make a cute 1984 video, but at the end of the day, you're there for the cash. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, speaking of being there for the cash, last weekend was 10-year anniversary of the Scott Pilgrim vs. the World movie. How long? 10 years. Really? That movie came out 10 years ago. That's why they did the, the table read about a month ago online and, and all that good stuff um they are releasing or re-releasing reissuing the soundtrack to the movie 
which I absolutely love. But the reason I bring it up is because it's going to have an extra 30 minutes of songs Beck wrote for Sex Bomb, the band yeah. that Scott Pilgrim is in. And considering that those songs are like two minutes a piece, that's like a that's like a Sex Bomb double album. <laughs> I can't wait to hear that. That's going to be good stuff. But Did you realize Beck wrote songs for the, for that? They got uh, they got different musicians to write the, because there's a couple different bands in the game. Okay. And they got different musicians, or not the game, the movie. They got different musicians. Uh, Beck wrote all the music for Sex bob uh, Metric wrote the song for the Clash of Demon Head uh, band that uh, um, one of the evil exes in, the one that has the vegan powers. And then uh, Broken Social Scene wrote the songs for Crash and the Boys, the one that uh, you hear at the end of our thing the oh, one minute okay. song that's uh, i'm so sad so very very sad gotcha i didn't realize <laughs> i'm i think beck is a very talented musician when he's not writing slow song sad songs so. sure like that might get me uh, interested to check it out a two minute beck song oh yeah yeah slow sure. and sad is the only relationship between this beck and that beck yeah <laughs> <laughs> there's the common denominator <laughs> i found it <laughs> the other thing i wanted to bring up though is that when the uh movie came out they also made a game digitally that you could get on the 360 in the playstation 3 scott pilgrim versus the world and it's a lot like the mall brawl the jane silent bob okay. game it was a side-scrolling beat-em-up that was uh you know kind of yesteryear 16-bit i think i've never seen that uh be put out but I, I never played it i wasn't really big into the scott pilgrim stuff my roommate back in the day was but well it's not surprising you didn't play it because it only existed until about 2014 okay and then the license expired and no, and you haven't been able to actually get a copy of it because they never made physical copies. It was a digital-only game. It was a download-only game. And both uh, Brian Lee O'Malley, who's the creator of the comic book, and um, the, the director of the movie, whose name escapes me at the moment. There's that senility coming <laughs> up again. Uh, both of them have been very active on Twitter over the last couple of years about, like, man, I wish people could still get this game because it was a lot of fun. We did a lot of work on it. Um, Last weekend, Brian Lee O'Malley just tweeted in all caps that Ubisoft has contacted him about the game. It's one of those things where there's a lot of moving parts. You've got to Ubisoft put the game out originally, so they've got to you know have the license. Brian Lee O'Malley's the creator of the the comic, but he's already signed off on it. Essentially, Uh, the director was Edgar Wright. Edgar Wright, yeah, Edgar Wright was a big fan of it, but now you've got to go to Universal Pictures as well because they put the movie out and get the you know if you can get all of them to agree then maybe, possibly, we'll get a remaster of the Scott Pilgrim Crazy. game. But so, Scott Pilgrim, give me a little history on that. It started out as a comic. It was a comic book. Uh, okay. Brian Lee O'Malley was a big, you know, he grew up with a Nintendo, so the Clash of Demon Head was a Nintendo game. He turned one of the bands into, uh, he named him after Clash of Demon Head. Uh, Sex Babam is a Babam from Super Mario 2. Okay. Um, but he, he uh, hung out with a lot of local musicians in Canada. He loved video games. Uh, he, you know, obviously was a big comic book and anime guy. So he made his own comic, which came in the little tiny, like, manga form, the Japanese uh, okay. comic book form, uh, six books of it. And once the first book came out, somebody over at Universal read it and was like, we got to make a movie of this. So the Universal is probably the ones holding out on the licensing then. I would think so. it seems like there's opportunity would be, I don't know if you even did, would be like nostalgia right i'm not sure what the what it would be but it feels like there's a there's some money to be made oh absolutely yeah totally because there's obviously a bunch of people since 2014 that have heard about this Mm -hmm. game or seen videos of the game and gone like that looks like a blast and haven't been able to play it especially if it's a 10-year anniversary dude that's a that's an easy cash grab you put that game out you know all the scott pilgrim diehards yeah chuck here yeah, I mean, I, I still have it on my 360, but, you know, if you offer it to me for, you know, 20 or 30 bucks mm-hmm. for, like, a, you know, physical copy on the yeah, Switch. The Switch. There you go. I'm in. Yeah. I'm in. Absolutely. Amy was making fun of me because I wasn't sure last week about pre-ordering Tony Hawk. Mm-hmm. Like, if I pre-order a physical copy, do I still get the demo or do I have to get a digital copy? And then I went and looked, and the game itself is 40 bucks. Really? Yeah, instead nice. of the regular 60. Yeah, 20 bucks off. Yeah, cool. it's 40 bucks to get the new Tony Hawk game. I was like, well, that's nice. So I digitally got it anyways. But she always makes fun of me about, like, why do you have to have a physical one? You have the, you have it. It's there. Mm, yeah, but what happens when the cloud goes away? Right. What happens when the license expires you know, you won't and you can't download it anymore? One. Yeah. Another bit of gaming news before we move on that I wanted to uh, talk to you guys about because I saw this and I thought it was absolutely hilarious. A 56-year-old Pokemon Go player was arrested for assaulting another Pokemon Go player. Oh, man. They got his Pikachu. <laughs> That's my Pikachu! Get your hands off my Pikachu. Get your hand off my Pikachu! <laughs> for, you pervert! Uh, 
for those of you in the room that don't know how Pokemon Go works, there's different uh, there's different gyms that you can take over for your team. You you join one of three teams: a red team, a blue team, or a yellow team. And team you can, Rocket, baby. And you can you can take over a gym for your team, and then put a Pokemon in there to defend it, and then come back, and that Pokemon will get experience, and you'll get stuff. For defending it. Well, apparently he was uh, going back and forth with this other player. He was sitting in his car, uh, or the, the other player was sitting in his car, and he was like at a park, and they were going back and forth, taking this gym back and forth. And he eventually got so upset about it, he walked over to the guy's car, opened the door, and started just kicking him in the face. Wow. That's not very friendly. Uh, I just, like, you, you fought a guy over Pokemon Go. What the hell? How old is he? 56. God damn it. What? Just come on. <laughs> I think Al's saying that because he sees future Chuck being that guy. I'm not going to fight a guy over Pokemon Go. I might f- well, there might be a Transformers game. Yeah, there might be. Transformers BattleBots. Yeah. No, I might, I might fight a guy over a Transformers game. You beat up my Optimus Prime. All right, moving on. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. Next weekend is my big movie weekend, as long as we're all still alive. Bill and Ted Face the Music is uh, hitting the video on demand and the theaters August uh, 28th, or at least it's streaming starting August 28th. 20 bucks. Eh, not bad. 20 bucks to stream Bill and Ted. I think originally they were like, it's going to be 30. It's going to be 20. See, to me, 20 bucks, I think that's what we said before. Like, that's like my comfort zone right there. It's the ceiling for me, and I still have to have a minimum of two people (laughs) watching it before I'm going to do that. In the mash gear. Everybody, pay up. Pony up. It's 20 bucks. They got the space. So you owe me 10. You owe me 10. There we go. Okay. Yeah. If I invite you over to my place, there's a cover charge. some tap water. Yep. (laughs) Exactly. You want to pop, that's going to cost you five. Yeah, if you want to use the Brita container, it's an extra nickel. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You want filtered water or tap water? Those filters are expensive, man. They are. So, yeah, that's going to be next uh, Friday is when that's officially released, and that's also the day that New Mutants finally finally happens. Is uh, New Mutants also going to be VOD? It is not. I kind of wish it was. You got a hazmat suit up to go see that, man. I'm going to. I'm totally going <laughs> to. I'm going to be sitting in the back of the theater so nobody gets their droplets yep. from behind on me. And he'll sneeze somebody in the projector room. Oh, he'll hear somebody in the projector room sneeze. Yeah. Right. What are you doing up there? <laughs> Don't do that. Also, Dave Grohl's supposed to have a cameo in the Bill and Ted I movie. heard. I just saw that. Yeah, yeah it's on uh, d- our website, WRIF.com. You think he's going to play like God or something? Because they had uh, the Grim <laughs> Reaper was in Bogus Journey, right? He's going to be in this one, too. They brought him back. Is he, oh, he's going to be back, too? Yep, same actor playing, and everything. What are they playing like Battleship? What what game are they going to play? Because they're playing <laughs> Twister. That was yeah. a good one. Were they playing Twister in Connect 4? You sunk my Battleship. Oh, yeah, we're playing Battleship yeah. already, yeah. <laughs> It would be a good choice, though, Dave Grohl. Well, I mean, it would probably yeah. be a better God performance than Alanis Morissette in Dogma. Oh, yeah. <laughs> because when he I played uh, Alanis Morissette in Dogma. I thought that was great. Uh, that makes me really happy about religious freedom. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, because he's what? He's played the devil with Tenacious D? Yep. Right? Oh, that's so right. He's played yeah. like those kind of figures. I could see him being some sort of rock god yeah. who's teaching yeah. him. He's going to pass down the song to unite the world or whatever. I kind of hope that they, because part of the part of the plot of this looks like his the, their daughters are trying to put together a band to help them write the song that's supposed mm-hmm. to unite the world or something like that. I kind of hope they as they go through time and get musicians, they just get Dave Grohl. Oh, that'd be cool too. Get yeah. Beethoven and Dave Grohl and you know a couple other people. Or maybe Dave Grohl be one of the daughters' dads. Oh, there you go. You know, so they'd yeah. be like dad bros. <laughs> That'd be cool. I love Dave Grohl, man. So that's I think that's cool. He's in the movie. Yeah, it'll yeah. be that'll be a lot of fun. He's always a lot of fun when when he's pretty much when he's in anything. I mean, there's a video when he was with uh, when he's doing them crooked vultures. Yeah. with the bass player from Led Zeppelin and Josh Homme from Queens of the Stone Age. There's a video they shot in the studio while they were recording called Fresh Pots that me and Amy uh, where he's just yelling about fresh pots of coffee. He's just behind the drums. He's going crazy. He's like, fresh pots! (laughs) He just wants fresh pots of coffee. We're also real close to The Boys, this uh, second season of The Boys. Uh, That's coming out, uh, I believe it's September, uh, the the following weekend, like September the 8th or something like that. Sweet. But they're already talking season three. Okay. They're already saying that uh, they've, uh, the, the guy who's putting it together says that he's already got an ending in mind. They're not saying that season three is the end. But much like when they did Preacher, he's like, I know what the end is. Mm. So now I'm just filling time until they tell us we can't make any more of these. Right. And then I'll, I'll, I'll put it in there. That's cool. Also, one of the guys that was in uh, Supernatural, uh, Jensen Eccles, is going to be in the third season. I don't know who that is. 
but it's funny that you bring it up because there was it was news like whoever this guy Johnson Jeans or whatever is yep. in the movie or in the show. Like, okay, hell, did you think they were gonna all be wearing Junko jeans in yes. the season of The Voice? You're like, I don't know who. I don't know who this is. Who this is. But it's funny <laughs> that evidently it's big enough news that you brought it up on the podcast because I could kept scrolling. Yeah, well, Supernatural is one of those shows. I don't think anyone in this room has watched. But they went like I've seen a couple episodes. Ten plus seasons, man. For a long time. Is it the, it's a huge the thing. Demon Hunting Brothers or whatever? Yeah, yeah. yeah. The Hunky Brothers that hunt demons? Yeah. Yeah. But he's going to play the character of Soldier Boy. Which Soldier is, Boy! Which is the boy's version of Captain America. Superman! Right. Oh. So that'll be, uh, yes, Soldier yeah. Boy. I had, I had three boys... Uh, you had three boys. I had three My God. boys. Article. You were busy. Congratulations. They're gonna the triplets. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to start filming as well in January for this, for the third season of The Boys. So they were able to get the second one completely done. And yep. Okay, cool. But uh, yeah, so more of The Boys on the way. Did you also see Keanu was talking about they just, uh, this week, they started going back to filming the new Matrix movie. He was saying that they're taking a lot of a lot of different precautions for COVID to make sure that it's working out well. Oh, oh good. That's good. But that he's he's very excited about doing it, and then he's he said there's a real uh, feeling on the set of this kind of like we got to entertain people. Let's let's get on set. Let's get our props. Let's get our costumes. Let's do the thing. Like they're going to they're gearing up to go to war. Yeah, yeah. Entertainment. I'll tell you though, if I was in that movie, which clearly I'm not, I would not <laughs> want to be filming it because. He's a great guy, but tragedy follows him, man. Like, someone is going to die on that movie. Oh, boy. There's a bold, Keanu? Yes! Bold prediction. What tragedy follows Keanu? Yeah, everything goes wrong around him. It's like he's, it's amazing that he's such a great guy with all the horrible things. Wasn't he homeless at one point? He just he, he had somebody close to him die. Like, he's just tragedy follows him. It's like, I think it's why he's such a good dude. It keeps him humble. But something bad is going to happen around that dude. Yeah. You be I careful. hope not. You be careful. <laughs> you be careful, Matrix movie people. <laughs> Something bad's going to happen around yeah. Keanu. Don't take my Morpheus. <laughs> Not my Morpheus. No. All right. Well, let's take another short break. I got some comic book news to tell you guys about. And uh, we got to talk about SummerSlam, man. It's coming up in a couple of days. WWE is pulling some just goofy, goofy stuff. Thunderdome <laughs> virtual experience. Oh, it sounds terrible. I can't wait to hear what that's all about. Hey, what's up? It's WWE superstar Braun Strowman, and you're listening to Nerd Radio. Oh, the snack you put on that. Nerd Radio. You got your hands on Nerd Radio. Welcome back. It's more Nerd Radio with Chuck Bean, Albeck, and James. Of course, finding us all over your social media online at Nerd Radio 101, which is also the website you can uh, link to. To find us. Thanks for that, Mr. Albeck. Yes. All right, let's talk about some comedy. Spent money so I can just say one website from now on. <laughs> a lazy, We're going to make man. you say all the websites still. Oh, God damn it. Now I've added a new one. <laughs> now tell, yeah, now you got to tell. Yeah, you try to make your job easier, but make you, now I got to say them all. <laughs> well, that blew up in my face. Yeah. All right, well, let's talk about some comic book news. Some of this I know that uh, you're going to put a smile on Albeck's face. Some of it not so much. As far as uh, comics go, we talked a couple of weeks ago about what's going on at Warner Brothers. They lost a whole bunch of people. A whole bunch of jobs were. Uh, Was one of those Grant Morrison? They were not. Damn it. Unfortunately. God damn it. Uh, however, DC put out their um, books that are coming out in November in this past week. And you can start to see some of the cuts. They're going to be cutting uh, somewhere around 20% of their line okay. of comics that they're putting out. And uh, in November, they're uh, confirming the cancellation of Teen Titans. Young Justice, Suicide Squad, which is weird because there's a movie on the way. Right. Uh, Hawkman, Hellblazer, John Constantine, that hurts. Um, and uh, they're also going to be canceling Batgirl, Batman and the Outsiders, Justice League Odyssey, as well as a couple of books that were already coming to an end. It was like it would have been a shorter list to just say what they kept. You would think so. I mean, obviously, they're gonna, you're still going to be able to get a couple of Batman books. You know, Detective Comics is not going anywhere. Action Comics, Superman's not going anywhere. But they're absolutely uh, hitting a point where they're kind of trimming the fat as far as, you know, what books are selling the smallest amount. Mm. That, uh, you know, somebody like Hawkman, we can just put him in a Justice League book. We don't need to have him. I got to have my Hawkman, jump. <laughs> Hawkman, he's, Haw he's part Hawk, part man, right. and he fights crime with the Justice League. The best part about that rant is from over here, 
Half of James's face is covered <laughs> by a screen, so yeah. it's just half a head just shaking as he's yelling at you. It's no different than if I had a mask <laughs> on. I just got a monitor for a mask. Well, like, Fuck, man. Trying to be COVID-19 compliant. Uh, the New one, World Order. The one title that's also kind of in flux is Aquaman because the writer is having her final issue that month, okay. and they're calling it a finale, but they're not like we'll have to wait until the December Solicits come out to find out if there's going to be a new creative team or if they're just mm. not going to print Aquaman after that. Does Aquaman still have a harpoon for an arm? No. no. They got rid of that guy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He, he actually he regrew his arm. He regrew his arm. Yeah. Oh. He's, he regenerated. It's Comics Aquaman. is magic. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I thought it was badass with that harpoon. That's my Aquaman. Yeah. It's, it's also. Jason Momoa, harpoon arm. Oh, that would be strange, wouldn't yeah, it? Yeah, that'd be Badass. Yeah. Well, like you can't wipe your eye or anything when you got a harpoon arm. Oh, you're... that would suck. <laughs> he's got another hand, Chuck. It's you like he's got two. It's like uh, was it Robert Kirkman said about taking Rick's hand yeah. away? Yeah. Back in the day, he's like, I never would have done that if I'd have realized how much I was gonna have to write around it. How yeah. He, how does he put his shoes on? How does he friggin' brush yeah. his teeth when he's only got one hand? I don't know. Harpoon hand Aquaman though could run into some problem if he's having some alone time and he's got to you know wipe the brow off. Yeah, sweat off his brow. Especially That's if it's your, especially you if know. it's his primary. Like if he's a uh, if he's a lefty and they took the left, yeah. it's not going to be he's not mm. going to be signing any checks real soon. Mm. Every time, stranger every time. Yep, it's every time he's alone, it's like he's with a stranger. The thing that is strange about them <laughs> announcing this in this week too is that this weekend is DC Fandom. It's a, Fandom. It's Warner Brothers version okay. of Comic Con. Oh, good. They're doing a, a 24 hour live stream where they're going to have footage from uh, the Suicide Squad movie I just mentioned, from Wonder Woman 84. Uh, have interviews with a bunch of people, and it'll be really. Kind of, it kind of puts a downer on any of the panels about the comics, especially if it's a comic that's going away in two mm. or three months. Yeah. It'd be interesting to see some new stuff from the Wonder Woman movie because I think that was supposed to come out back in May, right? Yeah. Because I remember I think I bought a bag of Doritos that had the Wonder Woman thing all over it, and I got some candy at home. These uh, yeah, sweetheart ropes, like they're oh yeah, punch, yeah yeah like ropes supposed to be the lasso of truth, lasso truth right? Yeah. And I'm like, oh, that movie never came out. <laughs> well, thank goodness they put it the candy will. out because it's delicious. You still got your licorice lassos though. Damn straight. All right. Yeah. <laughs> While we're talking about DC Comics 2, there's a Batman book coming out right now called The Batman's Grave. It's a 12-issue miniseries with Warren Ellis uh, writing it and Brian Hitch drawing it. I didn't realize this when uh, issue 9 had come out, but there's a bit of a, a, a art problem. Let me see if I can show you guys this. Uh, there's a page here where he's talking to Commissioner Gordon. Let me see if you can see this here. And if you if you look in the second panel, look at Batman's face right there. Okay, last panel. <laughs> the one that I've got on camera right now. There you go. Look at look at Batman's right. face and tell me if anything if, if anything looks a little he's suspicious. He's got no mouth. He's, he's got, got sticky no notes. chin. Yeah. No chin. No mouth. No nothing. My God. And that made it to print. That is that is in every copy of Batman's Grave Number Nine. He's just talking to a a bat suit. He's not talking to Batman at all. <laughs> Looks like Beaker with a cowl. A little bit, yeah. And the, yeah, exactly. The artist actually had to uh, go on the internet with the uh, Brian Hitch had to go on Twitter with the penciled page to show that he he drew a mouth and a chin for Batman, but the colorist while he was coloring it kind of took oh, it out so he could it. color the stuff in the back and then forgot to put it back in. Ah, uh, who's the colorist? I don't know. You're off and fired. <laughs> yeah, well. This certainly isn't the time to uh, to to miss that. I don't know. The, the editor is probably in trouble too because you know, the editor you're Who's supposed the to editor? catch that stuff. I want his name on my. You're effing fire. <laughs> this is I'm one of the uh, Warner Brothers head operations guys. My, right. My question is now: Do they fix it and reissue it, and does that become collectible? Is that the issue of Batman with no chin? The article <sighs> that I read said that it'll probably be fixed when the trade paperback comes out. So that might be a collectible issue. The, issue, the issues themselves will probably stay. That's going to be rich. Are. You got the bat dong and the chinless Batman. Oh, man. Yeah, it's I, my retirement plan. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you got, I got the Batman body part retirement plan. <laughs> I cashed in my bat dong. Oh, you already so, cashed in your oh, bat yeah, dong? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, that was 100 bucks. I, I'll, I'll take it. Good. Yeah, it's more than I would have paid you for it. All right. Well, this is going to make... I paid fi- L5 to see it. Yeah. <laughs> he wanted 20 to touch it. I was like, Al, I'll just, I'll just take a look at it. <laughs> well, this is going to make you happy, Al. DC is soliciting a hardcover called uh, DC Through the 80s, The End of Eras. 
Um, and it's going to have a bunch of content uh, that you they've printed previously. But one thing it's going to have that has never been printed before is Alan Moore's unproduced Twilight of the Superheroes proposal that he was going to do for DC before everything went, you know, b- before they divided and he didn't want to deal with DC anymore. So they're once again finding ways to stick it to Alan Moore uh, yeah, by printing say- his stuff. That he doesn't want printed. Ah, gotcha. Now, I do enjoy that. I was just saying, what is this thing like? Is it absolutely fucking bonkers? Like, what is this? I can't imagine what one of his proposals looks like before it gets refined right. by an editor. Oh, you should see some of Grant Morrison's. Holy moly. Well, that's, yeah, that's just like an acid trip. <laughs> but it was supposed to be a series that he was going to do kind of along the lines of, he did a Superman uh, annual story called uh, Whatever Happened to the Man of Tomorrow. It's supposed to take place in the future when Superman has retired from the public eye. And it was supposed to be kind of like that with Superman, Wonder Woman, and Batman. Uh, but then Frank Miller did The Dark Knight Returns, and they were like, well, we've got one of these. We don't need two. So yeah. it never got produced. Oh, but that really made Alan Moore so happy. Yeah, I'm sure. To be like, well, this idea of yours has been done. <laughs> really burned his biscuits. I wanted to tell you guys, too, about, I brought this in, the uh, Empire event that's going on over at Marvel right now. It's their big summer event where I might, I might have described it to you previously. Uh, essentially what's going on is we know the Kree and the Skrulls are the two alien races that have been warring in the Marvel Universe forever. The Skrulls are the ones with the purple chins that shapeshift and everything that you mm-hmm. saw in Captain Marvel. The Kree are the blue ones that you saw that uh, in um, Guardians of the Galaxy, where that Ronan the Accuser was uh, okay. one of the Kree. In this particular event, we discover that during the when the Kree and the Skrulls first became uh, races, there was a third plant-based race that they teamed up and destroyed. The remnants of that race have come back to wreak havoc mm. on the entire universe. Like corn and a turd. Yeah. <laughs> They're back. And uh, it's led to a bunch of uh, miniseries and events, but one of the miniseries uh, is based around the X-Men. I'm going to try and make this as short and easy to understand as possible. Hold on. I got a pencil and a, some paper. I'm going to take notes so I can follow this. So the X-Men technology on Krakoa right now is all plant-based. Plant-based technology. And these plant aliens have control, much like Poison Ivy, over anything plant-based. Okay. So that leads Sounds to... Sounds like bad news for X-Men. Yeah. Sounds like bad news for Batman. Also, about 10 years ago, uh, the Scarlet Witch um, annihilated the mutants, took away the, all the mutants by with her powers during one of her, her uh, mental well, shutdowns or whatever like that. Nice. Shame on you, Scarlet the, Witch. The miniseries starts with the Scarlet Witch going to the island of Genosha, where thousands of mutants had gotten killed during... Grant Morrison's run, and trying to bring them back to life with their mutant powers. Genosha. Sound that out, James. Genosha. Genosha. Gotcha. Okay, so Scarlet Witch goes to Genosha, tries to... (laughs) Say that four times fast. (laughs) Scarlet Witch goes to Genosha, tries to resurrect all these mutants. It does not work. They come back as zombies. Oh, no. Zombie mutants. The plant-based aliens come down to Genosha to find thousands of zombies and it leads to this gag here, which is the miniseries is essentially Plants vs. Zombies. Oh, they're ripping off one of my favorite <laughs> poop time video games on my phone. Yep. <laughs> uh, I don't want to spoil very much of it, but I will tell you, because uh, I know Al read this book. We, there was a miniseries a couple of uh, years ago called Worst X-Man Ever. Yes. About the kid yeah. who could explode. Yeah. But he couldn't bring himself back together, so if he used his mutant power to explode, he would die. Yeah. Wasn't there somebody named Chamber that had that or something like that? Uh, there's a guy in Generation X that uh, actually blew off his face okay. with his psychic powers. Oh, no. And that's Chamber. Okay. I was like, I think there's but somebody this, else that had that. this kid comes back in this miniseries. He is actually the focal point to how they fix everything. Oh. He's just <laughs> called Explodey Boy. <laughs> They're really running out of ideas for names, huh? <laughs> Explodey Boy. But it's the kind of thing, like, it wasn't an in-continuity series, uh, the miniseries about the worst X-Man ever. So it's funny to see the character used in con- main, main continuity yeah. now. I just find it, okay, Explodey Boy sounds like a an adult diaper or a diaper. <laughs> like. Get your son, if your son's yeah. having some bad diarrhea, get him some Explodey Boy. Get him an Explodey Boy. Deprecation so, device. <laughs> <laughs> This week is also the uh, the premiere of the WWE Thunderdome. As, Thunderdome! As well as SummerSlam. So Friday is when we're supposed to get our first uh, glance yeah, at this. Yeah, SmackDown, right? So by the time you hear this podcast, we've probably gotten to see the WWE Thunderdome. The WWE, who's been doing shows out of the Performance Center, their training center, since uh, March, have moved to the uh, Amway uh, Arena. 
What is one it? of the big arenas in Orlando. Yeah, one of, or, one of Orlando's big NBA arenas, the Amway Center. Um, and apparently they're doing a whole bunch of stuff to try and make it feel more like a giant show. Like they're going to they're bring back the pyro and they're going to have uh, they're going to fly drones in the uh, in the in Amway the Center. Yeah. yeah. So they'll have drones inside the Thunderdome. But yeah, by camera. The, the fact I call it Thunderdome is so stupid. I know why I call it Thunderdome. It's me Thunderdome. Where's Tina Turner? <laughs> she so- ain't singing a song and Mad Max ain't fighting with, you know. Futuristic post-apocalyptic weapons. This ain't Thunderdome. Of all the things he could have called it, mm. the WWE Thunderdome. Called the fart cage. But the thing that I find the most fascinating is they're going to do something that the NBA has been doing where they're going to have uh, LED screens where the seats are and you can go on a website and reserve a seat to essentially do a Zoom call so that you they'll show. Wait, so I can be there with my, can, can I be there with my big head? I, I don't know. I think so. Oh, man. It depends on how this. the LED screen works. Oh, we'll I have to hoping. wait to see. But you can go on a website to, uh, let me see if I've still got it up here, wwethunderdome.com. You can register for a virtual seat. Mm. Uh, they're going to be there until October, so they're going to be filming all their pay-per-views and their Raw and SmackDowns at the WWE Thunderdome. I wonder if they're still going to do NXT at the Performance Center. That's a good question. You've... I guess if they're renting out the the arena or whatever, I'm sure it's not going to really matter. But yeah, I don't know if they would want to put the money in to renting out the arena just to have the NXT there, right? But I feel like I feel like most of the NXT guys are they're already they're already doing stuff. But um, but one of the things that the producer had said is that they can you know not only will they have the fans in this and they're going to have rows instead of I guess the NBA just has like the front row as these screens and they're they're saying they're going to do multiple rows oh, okay. of these LED screens and he said that you know obviously we're going to allow the fans to kind of be there virtually so we can film it like there's fans in the crowd but also what they're looking to do is because they're all LED screens they're all hooked up to the same thing when they do uh somebody's entrance that has to have some kind of special effect they can take the fans out for a second like when the fiend's entrance happens they can black out all the led screens and then maybe make like every one of them the fiend oh to make it even creepier or if you if you know if kane was still wrestling you could just Mm -hmm. make it all look like fire throughout the rows that'd be cool as he comes in so that's the thing i'm most interested to see yeah i'd like to see what what they do with that like when when they were calling a virtual experience i was ready to go downstairs Get my PlayStation or VR. VR helmet. And Put I'm like, VR headset on. I am watching. I would be watching the entire pay per view. Yes. Oh. <laughs> oh. Ah. <laughs> but I find out it's nothing like I dreamed it would be. No, unfortunately, that would be not. cool though. Yeah, wouldn't it? Like, pick up your seat and yeah, I'm I'm able to like be there. Like they're right there wrestling in front of me. Like, yeah, you could look around and be yeah. like, oh, neat. I look over and I got the fiend, you know, the side of me. And we'll I got, get there eventually. I mean, they've already I'm got sure. those like 360 cameras and stuff like that. I mean, that's really all you need. Well, not all you need, but the, like, that type of thing is what you need to to put yourself in that experience. Yeah, you know, to be because you just need to be able to look around. Yeah, and, you know. Yeah. I'm I'm also interested in the the idea of using drones for for camera shots. I'm interested in what that's going to look like as well. And are you going to hear the buzzing of the drones in the background? Probably not. Or is it gonna, you think it's going to be drones like actual like you got some nerd with the remote controls? Ah, I'm going in from the close up here of uh, Braun Strowman. <laughs> or uh, is it going to be like the ones they have in the NFL that go on along the zip lines? Oh, which maybe. I think the NFL stole from the XFL. Yeah. I think they stole that whole concept of having the cameras on those zip lines all, all across. They stole that from the XFL. Yeah. So maybe uh, McMahon's going to put some of his old inventions to work. Now, I don't know if they'll be able to hear the drones, but I think it would be hilarious to mic the drones. Like, <laughs> so you have to hear them. <laughs> also, be funny. Like, you typically you can't fly a drone over over a crowd of people because, like, what happens if it just falls out of the sky? Sure. Kind of thing. Like, that's the way they're getting around it. Is the fact that like we only have you know, three or four dozen people in here so we can fly drones in here. We mm-hmm. don't have to worry about, you know, liability or anything like that. How funny will it be, though, if a drone just drops out of the sky during the match? Oh, dude. But then you got to wonder, is this a work? Yeah, Did well. Did they drop that drone on purpose, or is this an actual accident? It feels like there's been a lot of that on the television show lately, a, a yeah. matter of, like, is this? No. No, this is totally part of the show. Yeah, because yeah. they, they started off making you think the uh, that people are coming in with baseball bats and threatening everybody. 
And then you're like, oh, this is all part of the show. Yeah. It's always been like that, though. Like, they can't just do something. Like, you'll have a, those storylines where Vince McMahon is in there every week, and he's finally like, listen, guys, I got some stuff to do at corporate, so yeah. I can't be on every week, so let's drop the Jumbotron on me and kill me. Is that cool? Right. Like, right. Write a storyline where blow, I'm dead. Blow up for, my limo. Right. Oh, blow God. me up. I'll be dead for seven months, I and almost, then I'll come back. I almost wish the limo thing would have gone to plan the way it did. Because they, they blew up his limo, and like a week later, Chris Benoit happened. Oh, and they yeah. Had to, they had to just like, yeah, we're, not, we're not doing that anymore. Mm, Jesus. Yeah. Way to go, Chris. But uh, yeah, this weekend is both an NXT event. <laughs> nothing, nothing ruins a good time like family murder. Yeah, right. <laughs> and suicide. And <laughs> suicide. But uh, this weekend is uh, NXT TakeOver 30, and then on Sunday is WWE SummerSlam. James, you looking forward to these? Ah, I am. I'm... <laughs> I always look forward to being able to watch wrestling before I go to bed. Is yeah. there any matches I'm like super stoked for? No, not really. Uh, see, you know, I'm still gonna watch it. It's still entertainment to me. I'm surprised but. that I'm surprised by how many of these matches I really want to see. Yeah, because I've you know, I mean, obviously I do the one fall show, so I you know kind of watch quite a bit of wrestling every week, and I'm kind of like. Eh, whatever about a lot of it but the, over the last like two weeks like the, the especially last week the build to a couple of these matches the fact Asuka is going to challenge for both the Raw and the Smackdown women's title mm-hmm. is very intriguing to yeah, me this, I mean this was cool stuff that's happening but nothing that's got like nothing's making my nipples hard I love the Braun Strowman Bray Wyatt stuff that's going on because I love the the whole fiend stuff and now they've got Alexa Bliss pulled but into see, that but I'm worried is that going to be an actual match or is it going to be one of those trippy art house films they haven't where said the that, doing yeah, crazy stuff to Braun Strowman they haven't said that any of this stuff is going to be any of the cinematic stuff no. so it sounds like they're they're really going all in on this uh, like this if Thunderdome we, if we're going to see the fiend actually fight Braun Strowman yeah I'm interested if it's going to be the fiends messing with his mind right you know, I don't care I don't want to see what your interns are putting together you know, behind closed doors and their video demos. I want to see, like, let's see some stuff in the ring. Right. And, like, even the uh, the Sonya Deville and Mandy Rose, I would not really be that interested in them as a match because I don't think either of them are great wrestlers, but it's a hair match. Yeah. They Whoever did a great loses, job building gets that their up. head shaved. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. I almost feel like uh, Sonya Deville's going to lose that on purpose. She's going to lose that. Yeah. She's totally going to lose purpose, that match. But right. you know what I mean? I think she's going to lose. So she gets her head shaved just because I feel right. like she's like, you know what? I'm ready for a short hairdo. That's what that and always comes down to. It probably won't be to. a buzz cut. It'll probably be like just really short. So she'll have like a night, like a cool, yeah, hipster looking. Uh, you know, it's still attractive on a female like look haircut, but much shorter. Yeah, that's what I've I've uh, I've heard through uh, Bruce Pritchard's something to wrestle with podcast. Is most of the time, if you're a professional wrestler and you're thinking of shaving your head or getting a haircut, go to go to creative first because mm-hmm. we can use that. Yeah, we can push it change. hair versus hair match. Yeah, I'm. I'm honestly, I'm real excited to watch uh, to watch it this weekend. I'm, I want those are two characters in the WWE universe I never really gave a crap about mm-hmm. um, until I started watching the Divas show. Then I'm like, oh, you know what? Sonya Deville's actually pretty cool. Like, I yeah. like her as a person. And then you get a little more excited when you see her in the ring. And I think she's doing a really good job with this heel turn. Yeah, like, and I think they did a really good job of building this match up. But again, I'm like so like I can't wait to see it. Yeah, like it'll be on. I'll be watching it. I'll be engaged. But I'll probably also still be doing things in the background that tends to be how the weekly shows work for me mm-hmm. I, I i can put them on with something in the background and and not feel like i'm missing much unless the it's somebody weekly shows i'll zonk right out oh yeah and i wake up like what somebody kicked john michaels in the face wow i missed that yeah <laughs> randy orton friggin mm-hmm. killing uh rick flair a few a few weeks ago yeah so al are you excited for SummerSlam? no all right cool <laughs> Well, thanks for joining us for another Nerd Radio. Al, do you have anything you want to say to people before we leave? No. All right, excellent. You can make sure to follow us on social media at Nerd Radio 101. That's uh, also where you can find No. Find- <laughs> <laughs> no, they, they, they absolutely can. That's, that's where they can find us on Twitter and on Instagram and, uh, and Facebook. And you can find us uh, on the internet at nerdradio101.com. That's where you can uh, get the podcast. And make sure you follow us on YouTube as well. Al, James. Thanks for uh, doing another week in Nerd Radio with me. Absolutely. No problem. See you. We'll see you in the Thunderdome. I really expected you were going to say no to that, too. Yeah. WWE (laughs) virtual experience. I already said it three times. All right. Yeah. Yeah. That's the the rule of comedy, right? Rule of comedy. Rule of threes. After the third time, you stop. I'm in a difficult situation here. I mean, after all, you're nerds. Weekend. See you later, nerds. The future's stupid, guys. I'm sorry, but it is. I have spoken. 
when you start at the bottom of the ladder, you expect that people higher up the ladder have signed some kind of contract to be where they are. But then every time I move up the ladder, nobody comes to me with a contract of any sort. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, okay, cool. And like, oh, I, guess I guess I'll just keep doing what I'm doing. Yeah. I guess they don't value me as much <laughs> as they did the previous guy. Hmm. Hey, yeah. You know what? When we they, like you. We just don't feel like we need we need to hang yeah, out. We don't want to make it official. <laughs> yeah. I was no. I was in. A we don't want to define anything. Yeah, it's like yeah, like <laughs> when you're dating a girl and you're like, oh, she's hot. The sex is great, but yeah. <laughs> I still want the option to go see some other yeah. chicks. You know, I still want some strange. Hey, I was an essential worker. I have a letter from back in April saying right. that I am an essential worker. That's right. Straight. The the uh, the uh, COVID Avengers letter. That's what right. I I'm like, I am not. I do not want to be a, in a COVID <laughs> Avenger. I want to stay home and we're safe. Are, are you, uh, are, are you, which COVID Avenger did you think you were? Oh, I probably would have been, uh, who's the most worthless Avenger? I don't know. I was just going to say, I'm Droplet. Droplet? <laughs> oh, we get to make up. We get to make our own. Uh, yeah, make I, our own I thought you were just yeah. equating it to an Avenger. No. So. Yeah. I, am, I am Hunk. Hunk? <laughs> yes. He's like the Hulk, but or here. Can I switch my? Can I switch from droplet? He's not to, as angry and more hung. Right. Instead of droplet, <laughs> can I be fart plume? Yeah. Ooh, yeah. That sounds like a, a villain, though. You're more of a COVID villain. Yeah. You know. So the COVID Avengers are coming to smash you, fart plume. Yep. I guess I'm like stopwatch. <laughs> you can you can count on me to be there. He's always he's always there. on time every I'm time. Always on time. Yeah. 